Empowering our communities with one conversation at a time. This is BMB Radio. Tell it like it is on ZRadioLive.com. Hey, what's up out there in Radio Land? We are here, BMB. Tell it like it is. We are with you for an hour, for a little bit more than an hour, to tell you what's going on in our world and, and politics, sports, and entertainment, and whatever else just comes to our mind. Um, we are three best friends that grew up together. We just talk and know it and see what's going to happen. Uh, BMB, the B stands for B-Mac, Melbourne, and B-Brown. And make sure you follow us on our pages on Facebook, BMB Tell Like It Is, YouTube, BMB Empower, and Instagram, BMB3, to keep up with us, what's going on, and what and how we can give you information when we're not on air. Uh, just like, share, and subscribe so you can keep up with us. But we're going to kick it off with this first song, and we hope you enjoy it. And as soon as that song is over, we're going to get to talking. Let's get into it, fellas. Get into it. Break up. 
Hey, what's up, y'all? This is B to the M to the doggone B. We are back again. Man, I got my man Brent here with us uh, down there with the Dak Prescott jersey on. I got my man Meldrick over here as well uh, with us with the Bengals jersey on. Uh, Meldrick, who is that again? Uh, who, who you got? Which, which Adriel Jeremiah Green. <laughs> okay, AJ Green. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, AJ. I'm just well, kidding. his full government name. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, we got we got uh uh B here. We're back again. This is Super Bowl Sunday, uh, just in case y'all did not know. Um, so yeah, we're we're doing this show right before the Super Bowl starts, and so we got a lot of topics we're about to get in today. Some funny, some not so funny. Um, but Kind of what we're going to start with, we're going to, we got a, a, a just a, a, you know, something funny we're going to start with. We'll, we'll get into it here in just a bit. We also got sports with Meldrick. Uh, we're going to talk about a little bit of our church hurt series that we've been wanting to start. Um, so um, you guys will get a little taste of that. And so you can let us know how y'all feel about it. And if y'all have input and, and some questions that y'all may want us to even talk about or ask uh, on the show. So, um, you know, let us know how y'all feel about that. Uh, we also are going to talk about uh, a cop that killed himself just because of all the racism going on and how he felt about things that are happening in the world. Uh, we're going to talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene a little bit today and also Morgan Wallen, um, which is a country singer. He said the N-word um, and some things happen, um, you know, just and it probably as, wasn't his first time saying it. Yeah, probably yeah, sure wasn't. It, it sounded when I watched the video, it sounded like it wasn't. So we're going to get into that as well. That's that's kind of a big discussion as well going on right now. So, yep, let's go ahead and get started. It's BNB. What's up? Okay, I mean, it's, this is really not that funny. It it can it can start fights because 
I mean, it's something that this pastor's doing, and um, it's it's bringing up controversy. I don't think I said that word right because I'm hungry and I ain't ate yet. So, um, it's just something that I think needed to be said in the com- in our community and everybody community. I think this is not a black thing. This is a black, white, Hispanic, Asian, it, whatever it is, but. This pastor, Pastor Howard John Wesley of Alpha Street Baptist Church. You may have heard us bring him up a few times. This man, this young, no, this pastor brought up the series of voting and the importance of voting and judges that are appointed. So he brought up this next thing that's very controversial. And I think it should involve some listening. So um, this is from his broadcast that he did last Sunday. So let's just take a listen to what Pastor Wesley said. There is a controversy I need to address. I do know that there were some deacons who have felt that this was not the appropriate venue to express it. Pastor, I hold very near and dear my responsibility to preserve the unity of the church. Allow me, if you will, just to make a definitive statement and then we can go on. Sugar and grits go together. And I am not going back and forth with any of you all anymore. Let it be known from this day forward in the pastor's office at Alpha Street Baptist Church, we put butter and sugar on our grits. That being said, let us pray. Let us pray. I'm going to say amen to that. (laughs) Amen. Wow. Go ahead and second second that. That's that's one awesome way to start your sermon. (laughs) Like that. I mean, you talking about some controversy and then just shutting it down. Boom. That's it. That's how we do it over here. And nothing else is going to be said. Like that is all folks. Close. But it can be an issue though, right? It can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have sat at uh, when my mom and aunts in there cooking and especially if they making grits or and some of my cousin, they putting salt. I'm going like Negro, what is you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's but some people do that. My my wife and her family, they're they're from Louisiana. Y'all know they're from Baton Rouge, mm-hmm. from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And and they that's they, what they do. They put salt, yeah, pepper and salt <laughs> on their grits. They and when I I I um when her mom cooked grits, when I, I it may have been the first time I, I went down there. I took Ashley down there and they met me the first time her mom cooked us breakfast. Um, I was like, where's the sugar? You know, they were like, what? Like, what are you talking about? I was like, I was like, where's the, where's the sugar? They were like, sugar? Like, you, you put sugar on your grits? I was like, yeah, that's what, that's what we do, you know, here in Texas. That's what we, that's, 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 that's what I thought. I thought everybody did it. And so apparently everybody don't do it and everybody don't know about it. Uh, cause they no. looked at me funny. They still look at me funny to this day. Uh, me and Ashley been married, what, a year now. And so they still, you know, when her mom made you crazy, like when she made grits, she like you better not put no sugar on them. (laughs) She always tells me I can't put sugar on them grits. Well, if I if I if if we ever went down there with you, they'd look at me even more funny because I wouldn't even eat the grits. I'd be like, you know, thank you to the grits because I I I didn't eat grits. Both my parents they made grits. I can't believe you don't eat grits. I I I don't I don't know. I grits oatmeal. Malta meal, uh, none of that. Cream I'm, of wheat, nope. Give me some good old fashioned bacon and eggs, and I am good. 
What about rice? I don't have to have no, now, I, 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 yeah, I, I was about to say that. Rice, okay. and, I, and I put sugar on my rice. On rice. Okay, that's I enough, because a lot of people, they, they think you shouldn't put sugar on your rice. Yeah. That make, that gives yeah. it the flavor. It, it just makes it makes it a whole lot better. You yeah. give me you can give me some rice and eggs, and I'll be good. Rice, yeah. eggs, and toast, right. and I'll be good. You know right. what, Melja, doing this fast, I forgot. Now, it's the last day. It's, three, it's after 3 o'clock, and we can eat meat now, but I did, I did not eat no rice. I could have ate some rice. Yeah, I had some rice and beans one uh, one day. Mm-hmm. I could have had some rice, rice and, and eggs or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and you know what? And to add on to that conversation, uh, that controversial, that controversialness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's another debate that a lot of people uh, tend to tend to uh, argue about: uh, whether grape jelly or strawberry jelly. Now, me. It's a tough decision because I like both. <laughs> I, I I can use I can eat grape and I can eat strawberry. To me, it'd just have to be a flip of the coin, and whichever side it land on is where I would go. I don't. Or have you feeling that particular day? Right, and so mm-hmm. I, either either way, it, it don't matter to me. Yeah. Um, now you know they, they, now they have other jellies like they have like peach jelly and some other stuff. Yeah, I, I don't uh, I, yeah some of the other stuff ain't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but the most common what a preserves. Preserves, preserves like, it's, like is, it's the same thing. It's like yeah, it's like a jelly. It's, but it, but it's you have you have more of the actual fruit in preserves. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like if you had some strawberry preserves, you'd have like some of the. You could actually taste like the, the actual strawberries in it. Like when you spread the jelly, mm-hmm. you'll be able to see the actual like straw, like the little black seeds in there. You actually, oh, you'd actually okay. be able to see okay. that in there. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. just like how Ashley's parents might look at you crazy, Meldrick. Hey, I don't even eat jelly. I, I don't. You mean? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> you know, that's I don't crazy eat, that you don't, I don't eat, jelly. eat jelly. I don't. I don't eat jelly. <laughs> I don't, don't know. Eat jelly. Have you? Now, how okay. Else? So I don't. Yeah, why? So I. I I'll jelly. give you my. There's peanut butter and jelly. I, There's all kinds of things you can eat with jelly. Bro. I don't eat peanut. I don't. I eat just a peanut butter sandwich. I don't eat peanut what butter. What about the? Uh, I don't do the, the peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. I don't do all that. No. Now, what was you saying? I'm sorry. I was. I, I was got caught saying, up in my I was own just thing. saying. What about the donuts filled with jelly? You know, they got the donuts with ew, the jelly filling. I just eat regular glazed donuts. Yeah, I don't. I don't fool with no no chocolate donut. I no, mean, no, no, all those kolaches with fruits in them. No, it, ugh, the nasty. only kolache I'm if it's kolache is gonna have some meat in there. That's the only kolache I'm gonna eat. <laughs> okay. But if, give me if you want uh, donut holes, glazed donuts, and kolaches. That's all. Yes, I, sir. Yeah, I, I ain't gotta have no sprinkles, no chocolate. Amen. No none of that stuff. Don't now, I'm kind of like you. Melody. Say that for the I, people in the back. I'm kind of like you. I like both. Je- I like the grape uh, and the strawberry jelly. My my favorite though is strawberry. I have to admit right. that. But I feel like when you, I don't know if y'all, you know, when you go through the yeah the drive through like a, a fast food place and you order breakfast, and they give you, they ask you for jelly or what's jelly, you know, right. they usually give you grape. It's like you have to ask for strawberry if that's what you want. So. I kind of hate that. I'm like, man, won't y'all, you know, let us know or like, like give us a choice sometimes and they'll yeah, just both. automatically right. throw, you know, that grape in there. But I do like strawberry. That's probably my favorite. And next yeah. time the three of us go out for breakfast, I'll eat some strawberry. I'll probably like strawberry jelly better. I'm, mm-hmm. I'll try it. So, yeah. Brent, what about syrup? You like syrup? I, like, I mean. I, yeah, I, I eat it. Now, back when I was little, I didn't 
really care for syrup. So, like my uncle and cousin them would say, and my brother, so you just ate your pancakes dry. I said, no, I put butter on them. That's still kind of I mean, dry, butter, though. you're right, but butter, unless, butter, unless you. Bit. Unless you put a whole slab of butter on there, like <laughs> like you like you dry. like you just took a chunk and just ah, and it just melt and what saturate. What if it melted? What you say? Put a whole chunk and just ah, <laughs> throw it on there. Like you just man, that that'd be that'd be the only way is if you saturated it in butter. But other than that, I, man. But syrup, now, now I do eat serving, but I don't eat all. I just eat regular maples. I don't eat strawberry grapes. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, no, mm-hmm. no, nah, nah, none of that. Just give me, some give me maple, maple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now there, now I will tell you this. Now there's a, there's a, there's a restaurant uh, that that serves breakfast, but I and I like their breakfast and I like their food. Period. Mm-hmm. But I don't like their syrup, and that's Cracker Barrel. I don't, I, like I, don't just think that. I don't really I, like they. I don't like theirs either. And it may be because I think their syrup is sugar free. I believe. Oh. And really, I I think so. Now that and that, and which makes sense because it is is missing something. Like the taste mm-hmm. is just not there. Mm-hmm. Like I have to. I got to put it all on there, and the pancakes be good, so it makes it good. But it's just that it don't have that Maybe sugar-free. Like I said, I, I, right, I, was I think the it only might be sugar-free. Like mm-hmm. Now I've had some so, sugar-free like, syrup that's been that was good. I couldn't even tell the difference. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Ashley, her and, mom and, and, used that sugar-free syrup, but it's it's still good. I can't even. tell. It's still good. Yeah, I, I can't but you know that's it. that's 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 Louisiana. So everything, everything, yeah, yeah. Everything. They, can, they, they can miss a whole lot of seasoning in Louisiana, <laughs> and that food's still gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about honey? Do y'all y'all do honey on y'all biscuits? Yeah, y'all do. Yeah, honey, I'll, do I'll, I'll eat some honey. I I may not like go grab some honey and put it on there, but if it's like if the biscuit is already honeyed up, uh, I see what you're saying. I, I I'm cool with that. Okay. But honestly, biscuits. I'm I'm gonna cut it open and put some jelly in yeah. there. Oh, put some jelly. Okay. <laughs> unless unless but, unless I got some syrup. If I got some syrup, I'll dip it in the syrup okay. and eat it like yeah, that. that. But, but those biscuits from like like Popeyes that you can put the honey on them. You you gonna put jelly on those with the chicken? No, I'm, t- I'm, I'm no no. Now those I honestly I probably just eat those if it's honey. If it's got the 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 honey glaze on it, whatever mm-hmm. they wipe it with the little brush. Yeah, like churches. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, if, church, if not, yeah. yeah, like churches, like it, but if not, I I I'll probably just eat it dry or I might or I might I might sop up some hot sauce on it or something like that to give okay. it a little on bit. On your bread? On the bread. But I'm <laughs> telling you, I eat hot sauce with a lot of stuff. Yeah, you sure do. Yeah, yes, yes, this this I, I know. Yeah. That, when we went to when me and you went to breakfast that time, I had yes. hot sauce on my hash browns. I had, you had, and I was sitting up to do that. My and, like, oh. and people put. I said maybe Mildred putting hot sauce on there. He don't know it. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm, I don't like ketchup on potatoes except for French fries. Other than that, mm-hmm. but see, you always used to get us when we was younger about us eating ketchup with tenders. Yeah, you and Justin was doing it. I don't know. Yes. And, and what are y'all doing? No ketchup <laughs> on chicken does not go. That ain't right. That's, you tenders can, are nah. different. Now I can understand, like on fried chicken, but tenders you, you still chicken. Yeah, you can still eat ketchup with chicken. Go on chicken. Yeah, yeah you can eat it with it. You you pull. <laughs> I'm, the gonna, I'm gonna make a. You dip it in the ketchup. 
Get that's going to be my next debate on Facebook. Is pull, that right there? Pull the chicken and dip in the ketchup and just and, eat it. And make sure you tag me and Justin in it so we can get on your behind because that goes together. I'm and tagging all. I'm gonna tag all three of y'all. Because yes, all three all of y'all. We can make this that. a real discussion. Yeah, this is, this, this is going to be one yeah. for the books. Yeah, so that's going to yeah. be our next discussion on on, on Facebook. I mean, because me and Justin, when we go to Irving, go get some tenders or something. And we sitting up there dipping it in ketchup. Mel be right there saying the crazy stuff. Nasty. 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 <laughs> Every time we take it back, not nasty. Nasty. And I'm and I'm just hot saucing mine up. Just sauce. Hot sauce. <laughs> Which is fine. And ketchup is fine as well. Yeah, you can yeah, I guess. It, it's, it's not my cup of tea. But y'all just brought up something that was interesting. Now, whose biscuits are better, Popeyes or churches? Oh, fresh. Mm. I may have to say. I may yeah, have to, that, that makes a difference fresh, if they're fresh. Church. I'm talking about churches. Yeah. We might have to go with churches if they're fresh. I like yeah, Popeyes right? too, though. I can get down with Popeyes, but churches if they're fresh. That's why. That's why I'm about to go. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's me, but back in the day when I when we were little, it seemed like churches' biscuits used to be better than they are now. Mm-hmm. That's just. A lot of food was better back in the day than it is today. Yeah, so, right. like yeah. water, like burger. Water burger ain't good like it was back when we were little. Mm-hmm. Well, I put you like this: at, at two a.m., it's good every time. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't lying. It is good every time. Mm-hmm. It's, it come through clutch. Yeah. Now, now, I, okay, I got one more. I, okay. I know we all hungry, so but. I got one more now. Yeah, yeah. Since we since, <laughs> since we talking about since we talking about bread, biscuits or mm. rolls? Biscuits for me. I'm gonna go with rolls. I like rolls, and especially those golden corral rolls. Those ones. Oh, the, now that oh, you yeah. bring that up. Oh, now yeah. that you, you brought that up. I'm, yeah, yeah. God, that's a good one, Melbourne. Yeah. You know who else that had some good, good biscuits? And they, they, but they not. It's not very many of them no more. Was Grandy's. Grandy's has yeah, they did. Yeah, I, I, I like they uh, breakfast with the yeah. with uh, they uh, egg and bacon biscuits. Yeah. Right. Yeah, those were good. Now those yeah. pills, those Pillsbury Doughboy uh, biscuits are the bomb too. They good. The too. one to breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. And see, that's what I was talking about as far as the, the putting the jelly on them when you once you bake in the oven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They come out those Pillsbury. Yeah. Pillsbury. You just sit there and eat yeah, biscuits are, all day with, yeah. with jelly. Yeah. I'm yeah, it. yeah. Well, I, I don't know about I don't know about no jelly, but I. Yeah, so. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, today is the day, the big day. In about another hour, uh, the Super Bowl will be kicking off. Yes, uh, Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, first year quarterback. Who is going to be in his tenth, tenth, T E N T H, tenth Super Bowl against Patrick Mahomes, who's in his second. Uh, so they're trying to they're trying to go back to back uh, for this uh, for this Super Bowl you know, this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, yeah, I think it's going to be a going to be a good one. Uh, mm-hmm. So you got the young gun. Uh, Texas native uh, versus the uh, the elder statesman, the the old vet, you know, the guy who's been there, done that multiple times. 
you know. So I, I think it's going to be a good game. And I, and I think uh, in this game, since both sides have uh, a massive a number of weapons, it's, to me, I think it's going to come down to who's able to get a turnover or get a stop. Um, who, which is to me, it's going to be up to the defenses to stop the offenses, to who's going to determine the winner, the winner of this game, in my opinion. So, I mean, because both of those guys, you know, they they can throw the ball, they can make all the throws. Uh, now, where I would give Mahomes um, an advantage, mm-hmm. uh, of course, is mobility, but I also give the advantage to his craftiness and uh, their. Their plays that they like set up, like they have Reed. some very, like yes. yeah, they 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 have some unique stuff that they that they set up and they run, and I'd be like, what? I never would have thought about that, and which was which is crazy about that. Uh, in on the on the uh, on the video game Madden, you can actually run some plays like that. Like I played one guy, and he had the Chiefs, and he ran that. Uh, it was like a little, it's like a little a middle screen where the quarterback backs up. And uh, the tight end comes across the middle, and instead of him like throwing it to him, he just pitches it up the middle, and it, and they had that play in a bit, and it worked. It had that play in a video game, and I was like, whoa, I had never seen it before. Mm-hmm. Just like you know, you don't see that play very often until they did it, you know, in in the real game, you know. So, I think it's going to come up to the, you know, in my opinion, I think it's going to come down to the the defense that that makes the most stops, you know, or well, a or a stop, you know. Well, isn't it true that um, Tampa Bay has the better defense and Kansas City has the better offense? Uh, I mean, I think they're both. They're both good, yeah. Right. Yeah, they're both. Though both offenses and both defenses are 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 really good. Uh, I would say the offenses outshine the defenses a little bit. You know, Uh, the last time Kansas City played. Tampa Bay, they they torched them. Uh, mm, now Tampa mm, Bay mm. made Tampa Bay made a serious comeback in the second half. Uh, but shoot, man, Tyreek Hill had over two hundred yards receiving in the right. first first quarter. I think he had two hundred yards receiving in like two or three touchdowns in the first quarter. Like he he they're gonna have to they're gonna have to figure out a way to how to stop him um, because I'll give you an example. Like you have guys like. Uh, 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 what's the old boy's name from uh, Jalen Ramsey? Uh, you have guys like him, you know, those him uh, and and like uh, Chris Harris and uh, uh, Jair Alexander. You have those guys, uh, Tredavious White. Those guys are considered uh, shut down corners, but uh, and even you know, and Richard Sherman as well. But the thing about those guys, those corners are as Tredavious, all those guys are six foot. So they're a little bit taller, so they can guard those taller and bigger receivers because they're a bigger and taller corner. Mm-hmm. When you have a dude that's like Tyreek, because Tyreek is like 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, he quick and he fast. Mm-hmm. So you got those quick t- those quick twitch guys, those bigger and taller corners, they can't run with them. Like, he can't – in space, he got him. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to have to put somebody on him that's just as quick. And so old boy from Tampa Bay was having trouble. Uh, Carlton Davis, the last time they was playing, he 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 got burnt several times. So they're gonna have to they're gonna have to double him. They're gonna have to double him. And when I say double, they're gonna have to bracket him in, have somebody high and low. Uh, but I'm sure they're gonna find a way to scheme him. They're gonna give him on a fly sweep 
or a jet sweep, or he gonna mm. run it out and run it back in, mm-hmm. or he'll run out in the backfield. They're they gonna find a way to get him the ball. Uh, but then, but then you gotta you you gotta stop Sammy Watkins. You gotta stop Travis Kelsey. Who Travis Kelsey is the tight end. He's a tight end, but had the second most receiving yards in the NFL this year. Second mm-hmm. most behind, um, I think Stephon Diggs was the, was the had the most receiving yards. Mm-hmm. So and he like I said at the at the tight end position, you know. So I mean. And then the, on the other side, you have, you know, of course, you got Tom Brady. And then you have uh, that running game you, with, uh, with Fournette. Fournette. And, uh, the, yeah, and then you have uh, – I can't think of the guy's name right now. But then you have, you know, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown uh, yeah. You got uh, – uh, I keep forgetting about Antonio. Yeah, Scotty Williams. Uh, and then you have the, uh, Mike Evans. I love Mike that. Evans, yeah. Yeah, Mike Evans. I couldn't do it. He's like, he, you know, he six five. You know, big tall receiver. Uh, mm-hmm. Texas A and M. You know what I'm saying? So he, mm-hmm. he said, you know, he's a he's he's a downfield threat and he's a red zone threat because he's a bigger receiver. He can go up and get the ball. Uh, so I mean, uh, they have weapons on their side as well. Uh, matter of fact, then last in the uh, the conference uh, the conference game when they played Green Bay, old Scotty Williams. Mm-hmm burnt them down the field for a touchdown at the end of the half, you know, and that, that put him out ahead. I think they put him out. I think they gave him the two touchdown lead at that point, you know, so they're going to have to watch him too. He's another burner. Uh, so, I mean, like I said, in my, in my opinion, I think it's just going to come down to the defense that, you know, gets to get them, gets the most stops or gets the stop or a stop, you know, that will determine the right. winner of this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you guys think? They say what defense wins the games? They say defense wins championships and offense puts butts <clears throat> in the seats and sales tickets. I kind of agree with you. There's the, the defense. Um, it's going to be a defensive. Um, I don't want to say it's. I don't want to say it's going to be a defensive game because you got two really good offenses. Um, and then I mean right. the Chiefs are just. I mean they're. I mean it's some of the stuff they do is just un, unheard of. Um, right. With their offense, so I mean they can. Um, and they play different this year. You can the Chiefs are not um, they're not getting into a lot of shootouts um, like they used to. They're not trying to you know run the score up you know a thousand points. It's like they're playing right. smarter because um, they know they can hurt you pretty much you know any way almost at any time. But uh, they're playing a lot right. smarter. I think mm-hmm. what it is, I th- and I think their defense has gotten better because you know yeah. last, like the last couple of years they they would they could score, but they would let the other team score too. And so now I think them being able to stop people and what they, you know, they like them, they are, they're, they're a team. If they get out on you uh, 14, 21 points, man, you can almost, you can almost count it over with, cause you know, they're going to, they're going to keep the hammer down then. Yeah. They do. Uh, but I mean, yeah. And um, Tampa Bay's good, man. They, they, they really come a long way, man. They got a lot of, you know, power, like as far as receivers and running backs, um, the team is just loaded, you know, and he got yeah. Don Brady there, you know, uh, just yeah. kind of, you know, um, running the ship. ship. So, yeah, steering right. the ship. Yeah. So, I think it's going to be a good good game, man. It's just yeah. – I can't wait to see it. Yeah. And they are hot at the right time. They are 7-0 and since, I think, week 12 or something like that. They've gone undefeated since then. So, mm-hmm. they yeah. riding that street just like the Chiefs are. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Planet Ant, yeah. what you think? Cowboys going to win? I mean, the, what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> it, um, I, it just, I agree with both of what y'all, both of y'all was saying. You know, 
it's just going to come down to it. Who's going to execute and who's going to – I'm going for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Yeah, he's uh, Texas native, you know what I'm saying? So, and, I, you know, I, 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 like I think we said it before like, – I think we all said it the last time we discussed it. Tom got enough. He's solidified. He got right. a place in the Hall of Fame. He he's going down in history. So, so time for the time for the for the new for the youngsters to to have their have their time. He had he's he's had his. Right. Let him let him go out in, in the sunset. But yeah. I'm pretty sure Tom is saying I ain't quitting until I'm retired. So as yeah. long as I'm in this thing, I'm, yeah. I want to keep winning. Yeah. But still, yeah. you know, like you know, with Patrick Mahomes being playing both baseball and the way he does things with that football, like he's playing baseball. I'm just yeah. like, the, the boy is good. <laughs> that that boy good. And, hey, Tom Brady, that, that boy good too. Cause yeah. Yeah. I, you can really look at Tom Brady and say it wasn't um, Bill Belichick. A lot of people say it's really why Tom Brady's so great because Bill Belichick now. Mm-hmm. Bill Tom's Belichick didn't even make it to the playoffs. He's got a great work ethic, <laughs> yeah. ethic too. Like Tom is just uh, – Right. He, he's just competitive. Yeah, and he, it's like everything. Right, he, like he doesn't want to lose anything. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. right. right. So I think just the, I guess with him, yeah. him, that marriage, him and Bill Belichick, it just worked perfectly. Uh, it just worked yeah. right, exactly. right. And they said, and then, and and I and and somebody brought it to my attention that you know Bill didn't have all, you know, I think uh, he didn't have a lot of the, the same coaches he had. Uh, Cam Newton, you know, the system Cam came from to the system that he was in. Probably wasn't the best, uh, but you know, mm-hmm. and then on and then on top of them, you know, having some issues with their defense, having a lot of injuries and stuff. So, you know, I think he had a he had an off year, or Tom Tom walked into a situation where he was able a to good hit. situation, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, and it, it looked bad at the beginning, but then they got it right, and yeah. then they went they went flying, yeah. I mean, people. I, I mean, what Gronk came out of retirement to go play, right? Yeah, right. There was a report That's another thing a lot of people trying to go to Tampa. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then they picked up uh, AB off of you know yeah. off the street. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's a good way to look at it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Kansas City got to be careful, you know, with that barber that was that caught COVID, and then they one of their coordinators got into a car accident that just came out today that the girls and the young girl that he hit is in critical condition. So. Mm. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, That's something. It's not good. Yeah. 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 Well, and, well, and, and, uh, bring up another, another, uh, uh, sports topic. Uh, one of the, uh, boxing legends, uh, has passed away, and that is uh, Leon Spinks. Mm-hmm. Um, Leon Spinks is is one of the one of the uh, to me, in my opinion, one of the one of the top heavyweights uh, of all time. Yes, sir. Um, and 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 reason why I say that because uh, in 1978 he uh, he actually defeated Muhammad Ali, and it was a split decision uh, to become an undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's not. There's, not very many people that can say that they beat Muhammad Ali. Right. And yeah. and of course a lot of people consider Muhammad Ali the greatest of all time, you know, in the ring. So I mean, yeah. um Leon Spinks was is is one of those guys who is definitely solidified in boxing history. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, his brother is another his brother's another boxer, Michael Spinks. Michael Spinks, yeah. Uh, Michael Spinks. Right. He's the one that got that awkward Awkwardness yeah, to his, yeah, is, he got that weird, and it, and then if you didn't know, 
um he has he has a son that boxed uh Corey. I don't know if you ever, did you Corey Corey Spinks I didn't yeah. I didn't know till I, I looked it up yeah Corey Spinks yeah I I, I actually seen him fight uh, he was and he's pretty decent he you know I think I want to say I want to say he was like a uh, a welterweight yeah he, uh, he, he was, was a little bit smaller yeah he's yeah, so but yeah champion. right and so I mean yeah he he boxing throughout their whole family you run up on somebody last name Spinks you better you better, get, <laughs> better watch out. <laughs> they might they might have some hands on them. Like, what's your name? Spinks? All right. Oh, you, all right we good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you he got, got it. He, he your $20. There you go. <laughs> so yeah. and ain't got no teeth. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, he boxed from 1977 to 1995. And I say, and when he beat uh, Muhammad Ali, that was his only eighth, his eighth professional fight. So wow, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, they eventually yeah. fought again. You know, after that, Muhammad Muhammad Ali beat him the, the second right. time. Right, the second time. Yeah, right. After that, you know, once they fought again, but um, yeah, he was uh, I think sixty seven years old. You know, I think he right. died from. They were saying prostate cancer. Had some battles with that, but um, yeah. yeah, I mean, but yeah, it's still a champion. Um, you know, at the end of the Legend. day. Yeah, legend. So yeah, yeah, just wanted to give a quick quick shout out to, yes, to, sir. to him as well. All right. Hope you guys are enjoying the show. Hope you're liking what you're hearing. And I hope you like what you're gonna hear next. We're gonna take a break, but we're gonna send you off with this song and we'll be back right after.
The next topic that we have after sports is going to be uh, Morgan Wallen. I'm sure a lot of you have heard. If you haven't heard, we're about to tell you. Um, so Morgan <laughs> Wallen was caught using the N-word. Come on now, Morgan. Uh, if you don't know, Morgan Wallen is a country singer. Um, just kind of blew up, you know, all of a sudden. I don't know Morgan Wallen's backstory, so I don't know everything about him. I will probably after the show go learn a little bit more about him. It's kind of how he blew up so fast. When you watch the video, I know TMZ had it. Um, he was talking to, yeah. I guess, one of his friends. Um, you know, and I don't, I don't know exactly how he said it. You know, but um, you but know, he said, he said, it, he said, it, he, said it, they, he, he came out. He they said it. You know, you can't. he called him a, a P A N basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's telling one of his friends to go take care of. You know, yeah. He called him, a, yeah, a P A N. You know, but um, yeah. Some reports came out that um, he was dropped by, I guess, his label or the not his label, but the his the company that mm -hmm. had signed him. And a lot of radio stations right. were dropping him as well, not playing his, his music as much. But there are also some some other um, occurrences that happened. Brent, I guess you can go into that. What happened after that? You know, him losing uh, his well, support. His streaming sales went up. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he's being dropped on one end, but his streaming sales went up. So right. let's say, according to the MRC data, Wallace Radio airplay across all genres in the U.S. on February 3rd fell by approximately 71% to 617 plays. From February 2nd, when his songs drew a combined of 2,100 plays, um, five days previous between the day after he said the N-word, Mm -hmm. So it was 2,000 to 2,300 and then went down to around 2,100. I think I'm reading that right. When Wilder's radio uh, play on February 3rd sales, music swelled according to reports to the MRC data. His category of albums and songs sold combined 22,500 copies on February the 3rd. And an increase to 339% combined the day before February the uh, second to five thousand. Mm -hmm. So the day he That's said crazy. it, it went up three hundred and thirty nine percent. That's crazy. Now, and and I and I and I almost guarantee you what that is is people trying to figure out who he is. So they searched that's him. True. Yeah, that, that, that's a good and they, point. And they, and they, they probably searched him and got some of his music. They said, well, let me see who this guy is. Let me download him real mm -hmm. quick just to and not realizing mm -hmm. that that helped him out. You know. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, because you know, a lot of times when people see stuff like that, they try to they search that person. They uh, let me download some of his music to see what he's what he's talking about That's and this and that. Point. Yeah. And so, I mean, I I can almost guarantee you that was uh, a a, a, a partial reason, right? Uh, curiosity was what helped uh, some of those sales go up because mm-hmm. people trying is, to figure I out who he was. Never even thought about that, but that is a good point. That's a good point, yeah. Point. I was just yeah. thinking them, some of them racist uh, Trump supporters just went, oh, yeah, he's talking my language. Yeah, let me download them. Right. <laughs> yeah, probably some of that, <laughs> that too. That too, but yeah. what Meldrick said, that makes sense too. So yeah. some of both, you know, some of, mm-hmm. a little bit of both uh, on both ends probably is what, what increased it, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, 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 he got knocked down on one end but rose up on the other end right it's another one it says wireless top five track on february 3rd more than my hometown nearly 2000 up 453 percent from on from february the Mm -hmm. second (laughs) yeah that's crazy and so it's and i hope it i hope it doesn't start a trend where uh you got these artists going out here doing stuff they shouldn't be doing just to get the sales. Yeah, to boost their sales. Yeah. Sale. So I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't start a trend. But I, I the first time I saw Morgan Wallen was on a Saturday Night Live uh, a while back. Um, and he was supposed to be on there, I guess, before the time that he, when I saw him. He was supposed to be on there, I guess, the show before that. Mm-hmm. But he got in trouble because he was... Um, he might have caught COVID or he was around people or something without oh, his okay. mask on or something like that. Um, but... You know, just looking at them, you know, and it's kind of like Brent, like you said, it, it's probably when you watch the video, it's probably not his first time saying. It. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no, when you, you when know. you say it that comfortably, like he right. said, like he oh, said it, yeah. Oh, he he and he, it was he didn't yeah. say it multiple times, and it was it's crazy, you know. He he was out in the open. He's like not like he was inside his house. He was out in the open, exactly. like outside his house, you know, yeah. just saying it just freely, you know. And so I, I, I don't know if I even. I'm not like it doesn't make me like I'm not I'm not mad about it, but I'm like, you know, he's got there's people around him that's enabling him to do it. So it's not even just him, right. but he's these enablers around him that just let yeah. let stuff go and not don't say anything about it. Right. You know, right. they and, then, and, and then, you know, a lot of people get when they when they have liquid encouragement, they get really brave and they get really yeah. uh, boisterous, boisterous right. about right. things. So yeah. you'll. Yo, yo, true self will come out you know, a lot out, of times. Right. I mean, you gotta you know, with that liquid encouragement. You know it does, so, yeah. And so, I just kind of think he. I like that middle with that liquid encouragement. <laughs> this liquid encouragement. I like. Yeah. That. I'm using. That's exactly what I think happened. Yeah, and it's just what what was inside came out. Yeah, you know, yeah. and you know, maybe he he just wasn't quite ready for the spotlight yet. You know, something you gotta, you know, get right. get out your life and get out your vocabulary before you. Right, you know, and then it's been also reported that the NAACP and BB Wine is going to teach them what the N word means. Okay, I wonder what that's going to be. I don't, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) They they want to help the young fella. BB, I think BB's on the same on the same uh, label or the label. Yeah, the the people that signed Morgan Wallen also signed BB Wine's. And so they're oh, gonna okay. send BB Wines to talk to him. Or he's supposed to call him and explain what the N word means and why, you know, why he shouldn't be using it. So you shouldn't say it, yeah. Yeah. Cause because you know, a lot of people get really comfortable with it. Uh because they, they and and I and I, a lot of it is our own fault. 
because we use it a lot of times in, our, in a lot of our daily language mm-hmm. and then and other people hear that other races hear that and they be like oh they're so free and you they, they use it so freely but why can't i you know mm-hmm. now i i i know i say it but mm-hmm. i only really i only use that language in a certain environment and with around certain people mm-hmm. and even then i don't use it all the time like i might i might use it just to you know to emphasize something right. but, but other than that man i'm i'm not i'm not just sprouting it out you know mm-hmm all over the place, just all willy-nilly, like uh, Cedric say on on, uh, on the Steve, Steve Harvey, Harvey show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like I said, it's just, but then like I said, when you have some people that do, they use it loosely and they just unconsciously, they but just say it every, yeah. every other word, they, they saying it. Yeah, and, and so like I said, right. And you, when you hear right. the music, you, you hear, music. hear people talking about it, it becomes normal to you. Mm-hmm. You become normalized to it. Mm-hmm. And so, you being booming, you, you know, you, you say it and it's like, you think it's okay, but then one of it's us not. here, and we were like, what, what did you just say? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and so, I mean, I, I think that's, that's part, it is part that's of part the of reason. It. Yeah. Right. Part, part and reason. he's a younger, when you look at him, you can tell he's a young dude. Good he's a young guy. Um, and so that, you know, the culture and, right. the, art and the music, I, I know has something to play into it. Um, but I mean, you know, just because you just because you hear it, don't mean you can say it. Um, you know, and so I think that's right. that's all playing a part into it. You know, you know the culture and just right. the youth. You know, when they hear music and they hear us saying it or hear rappers or other people using it, they think it's okay when it's right when it's really not. And maybe maybe we shouldn't use it as much as we do. You know, let's talk about um, the cop that was killed or the cop that committed suicide. Right. Um, be- because of um, just kind of how he felt about the, um, you know, policing and how racist it's gotten um, over, you know, you know, just the, the last, I don't know, and, you know, so many years, just, you know, and why maybe he, he wanted to commit suicide. So, um, and that's, I know and you, and this, yeah, and that, I was just going to give a, make a, a comment on that. It's just, and it's crazy because he was a cop, you know what I'm saying? Right. So you have one of your own take his own life, you know, because of what his own were doing to his own. Like, and, and, and it, it, count, it sounds kind of funny, but it, may, it, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. When I say his own, meaning him being a police officer, taking out his own with him being an African-American man, you know what I'm saying? So he like caught in the middle, you know, it's like he, he, he swore to a position, right. but he's seeing all this uh his his fellow colleagues uh doing these awful things to his his uh, his race of people you know saying well his you know his ethnic group you know so i mean i i, I know he was i'm sure he was torn and that probably was tearing him up on the inside right. you know i'm supposed to perform mm-hmm. my everyday job what i swore to do to you know saying to serve and protect but these same people who are supposed to serve and protect aren't doing that right they're, you know they're protected. killing and destroying you know so i'm sure he was you know feeling all kinds of uh torn up inside mm-hmm. yeah and um part of me too wonder about yeah. because he was a he was a veteran as well right. he right. had been to afghanistan even iraq and sometimes when you know the veterans come back or uh they come back from you know afghanistan and iraq there's you know, PTSD and, and some of these other mental issues that they go through. 
And so I guess if they're not right. dealt with right, you know, correctly, then, you know, they can lead to other things. So maybe, you know, even maybe some of that may have had an effect on, on why yeah, he did what that, he did. Too. And that stuff is serious. I, I, uh, I've talking to a few different people, you know, who've been over there. My own brother, uh, you know, he's he told me a story about because he was over there three different times, and uh, he was talking about um, him waking up in the middle of the night, you know, you know, and and just startled, you know, because of of what he experienced while he was over there. Wow. You know, I remember when Justin was telling me about when he was on his way home when he had got there, got hurt. Uh, he he was getting transported somewhere, and they and they he was inside of a hospital, and I guess wherever the hospital was was in right in the middle of of, uh, of live fire, and so you know he wake up, and all he hears is all this screaming and and uh, explosions and gunfire, all that kind of stuff going on. Man, that can definitely take effect. I don't know if mm-hmm. you y'all remember the time we went to go play paintball. Just that time we was going to play paintball. No, you like I'm I'm sleeping, you know, and I'm and I'm just dreaming about you know the paintball, you know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. the, the paintball fire, the sounds yeah. of the paintball, you know, us, you know, you having to get down, try not to get shot, you know, and this is just paintball, you know what I'm saying? It's not it's deadly, just, right? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So you have a, 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 a you have a remembrance of of just of, of a paintball experience. I can only imagine of the real deal, and then you thousands of miles away from home too you know what i'm saying so i can only imagine and then uh, you cop you topple that all on top of everything he was experiencing with you know uh police brutality and him being a police officer you know what i'm saying yeah. so i mean it's I, man because uh he said that um being an, an enforcement officer and witnessing the demonic criminal justice system from the inside that was a quote from him right that's what he described it as being demonic and like you say with him also being in the service and then coming home dealing with this on top of that right it's it's um we shouldn't be at this point right to um our own law enforcement especially african law enforcement don't even feel safe right and if they don't feel safe and they the ones that's supposed to to you know protect us right and you know what I'm saying so if he don't feel safe around his own his own uh colleagues and and and, and work co-workers I mean how what are we supposed to feel what like? we what, what are we supposed to feel like so mm-hmm. and I think it was a movie done with Tyreek's uh, was in it, and the, the young lady that I think she was in it was described she was in the service, and then mm-hmm. she came back and she was a policeman, and it was totally all an inside job that they were doing all uh, they were doing the evil, right? Mm-hmm. And and she was the one was she was at the wrong place at the wrong time, and now they were trying to kill her. I mean, yeah, that's a movie, but yeah. but yeah, I mean it's. It's crazy, and and what and what I found uh, even more uh, disturbing is he did it outside. I, he said he did it outside his place of employment. Yeah, now, see, I, I, I didn't. I want to say I read it. Said, yeah, he did it outside where he worked. And I was like, man, that's, that's wow. That's crazy. Yeah, 
Yeah. All that built up emotion and anger and wondering. And then it just makes you think when you hear people cry for help, I guess you that your ear has to be sensitive because they somebody could be crying for help because he did a video talking about how tired he was. So yeah, that, uh, mental health is 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 no joke. It's just as no. important as physical health, mm -hmm. uh, if, if not more important, because you can have mental health that'll give you uh, bad mental health might end up giving you bad physical health. You know, so yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's uh, it's some really really serious and I, and and I think we talked about it before it doesn't get discussed a lot in the, in the black community uh because people kind of just think you know uh, just put it off to the side I'm not going to see no shrink and I don't need nobody I'm gonna to pray shrink. about it right you know mm -hmm. pray it away yeah prayer is good yes, right but you need to seek counseling if yeah. if 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 it's something that bad you need to talk to somebody you need to let them know what's going on so they can try to help you you know so yes yeah, uh it's definitely serious so yep I, I agree with you mel yes pray yes yes definitely we want you to pray about because that's the first thing first step mm -hmm. is admitting and then going pray yeah go down to the altar and pray and ask god lord help me deal with it but god also gave us psychologists he he made mm -hmm. them too he, mm -hmm. to have the foresight and the knowledge on how to deal with this type of trauma right yeah so all this be black folks saying black folks don't go. Yeah, they may not, may not, but that's half our problem too. We don't go to the to a to a therapist or a psychologist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you need that outlet, you know, someone you can trust and go to and talk to. Yes. About what's going on, you know, because you can't yes, always sir. just keep that bottle down because it comes out in ways that it shouldn't, you know. Um, right. Yeah. And so let's move on, y'all. We're gonna um, try to get through this a little, a little bit faster before we get to the what do you call it? To church hurt. We're gonna talk about that. We're just gonna church touch hurt. on Marjorie Taylor Green here really quick, and then move to church hurt. She had her committee, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's pretty much it. She had her committee. She she right. gave some fake apology um, about you know. I how love she God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just some fake apology. I, mean, I was, I was, I was, I was fooled by QAnon. Right, how she was led to believe things that were un untrue, unfalse, but she keeps posting them, keeps uh, reposting them, and, and co-signing things that QAnon um, and these Trump supporters say, and even just things about fraud and just lies um, mm -hmm. that she she co-signs. And so she was led to believe that these things were not true. But her her committee uh, assignments have been taken away, um, so she is basically just there. Now she has no no power, no pull. Um, she's just there. Mm. Um, no one no one's probably even going to want to talk to her. No media, anything like that. Um, so how does that feel, right? Um, so hopefully, right. uh, the people that elected her will not elect her again. And what was funny, she said, being a part of that committee was a waste of her time. Then why why did you go? Yeah, then why? if it was a waste of your time, yeah, then why why'd you want to be on back? Bye. Why'd you accept the yeah? The, bye, um, Felicia. Why'd you, even, yeah, why'd you accept the assignment <laughs> if it was a waste of your time? Right, she didn't need to be on that committee anyways, especially not the education right. committee. <laughs> now she ain't got no committee, so that's 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 a, that's nope. a lot better. 
Um, but yeah, so let's let's right. move on. Uh, so the last thing we're gonna talk about today is uh, church hurt, um, and just um, you know, and pretty much church hurt from a different point of view, probably one that you haven't thought about yet, which is the and Brent brought this to us probably at the beginning when we were about to start this show. And it's church hurt from uh, Brent. You know, what, what did you say it was? Uh, church hurt from whose point of view? From the eyes of the pastor, of the leader. Right. You know, I just think we want to see it from the eyes of the pastor, of the leaders of the church. Most of the time, we're seeing it from the eyes in the, the membership, the people in the pew. They always talk about, well, I can't do this no more because I've been church hurt. Well, Bishop, I would use a point. You was hurt at you was hurt at work, but you still went up and got went up and went to work the next you morning. Went got that money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, uh, you was hurt at that Walmart right down the street from you. It might took you a few months that go back to that Walmart, but you went finally went back because mm-hmm. yeah. it was convenient. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, they people always use that church hurt. Pastor didn't see my gifts. Maybe he he saw your gifts, but he also saw something else too. And he needed to retrain, help train you and get you ready for that gift. So, you know, mm-hmm. and then you just up and left. But we don't never know how they deal with it. You know, right. people leaving. Yeah. Um, they probably be wondering, well, what did we do? Um, I thought we will, I was a good shepherd, uh, under shepherd to the flock, just trying to, you know, preach and minister the word. And then you got to realize they're humans just like us. They have emotions and feelings just like we do mm-hmm. so you know i just want us to kind of talk about that and just talk about what they deal with you know what the, right. what pastors deal with because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it says 70 i'm just something i some statistics on pastors 72 percent of pastors report working between 55 and 75 hours a week just think about that and a lot of pastors still work full-time jobs yeah and on they do this on top oh, they yeah. work their job being a work and this is on top of being a pastor 84 mm-hmm. percent of pastors feel they are on call 24 7 80 percent believe that pastoral ministry has a negative effect on their families many pastors children don't even attend the church because of what the church has done to their parents and to them. Mm-hmm. And these are just some statistics, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we look at the uh, the pastor and the first lady and you're thinking, oh, everything's just glory, glory greens with them. And, mm-hmm. you know, they don't, on behind the scenes, they don't know things that they deal with on a regular basis and, mm-hmm. You know, just yeah. trying to make sure they're trying to be the best shepherd that they can to the flock. But, you know, yeah. I mean, what, what do y'all think about some of this? You know, yeah, we, we've all, we've all grown up in church, so mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm sure. Uh, in in my opinion, I'm I like I said, I, I'm not a pastor, but I can only imagine. Uh, just like just like how we were talking about earlier, uh, with the guy, you know, with with the deputy that killed himself. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I know that article you had sent me, and it was talking about. Uh, uh, the rate of suicides with pastors so you the same example we gave with him you know serving in the military you know dealing with all that and then going to uh being a officer of the law and having to deal with those issues now you couple that just like the same thing uh with with pastoring uh you have uh you have members you have to you know you have to, to tend to you have to have you have to deal with the the matters of the church uh the inner workings of the church 
you're dealing with uh, you're dealing with your congregation. You're dealing with people outside of the congregation, and if you're a person that's in the community, you're dealing with that as well. And mm. so, I mean, and on top of that, you know, the ones who have full time jobs, they have to deal with their with their with their uh, with their work. And then on top of that, you have to, you know, dealing with your own family, you know, so you have, you have to be so many things. First of all, you have to be a, 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 a husband, a father. Uh, then you have to be a pastor. You have to be a counselor. You have to be a person right. that deals with uh, the church's um, uh, paperwork, you know, uh, the schematics of the church, you know, how the, like I said, the inner workings of the church. Uh, you have to deal with, uh, community issues because a lot of times you know when something goes down in the community they, they reach out to the pastors to come try to they want them to come give their opinions on it or whatever you know it's it, that's a lot uh, I know for a fact I sure enough couldn't do it and I mean it's that's a lot on somebody and and you know and then when you have uh, then you have you have those guys those those pastors who don't have mega churches Mm -hmm. So the smaller church is more connected and more uh, uh, intimate, you know, so you have relationships with people, personal relationships, and if those relationships get injured, you know, if they get bruised, or if there's a separation, you have to deal with that too, because you genuinely cared about this person, you know, and, and now they're no longer connected to you. So you have to deal with that as well. So like I said, I can, I can only imagine the things that they had to deal with. And, I'm, and I said, I know they had to stay prayed up and, and, uh, and underneath the anointing all the time because of the, the so much stuff that they had to deal with. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like I said, that's, that, that's just how I, how I see it in my opinion. Yeah. 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 Definitely. And those that's stats really that I gave you, that was pre COVID. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it could be even <laughs> those, higher those stats that we just, we, that I just read. Mm -hmm. Right. It's pre-COVID. Yeah. That's another issue and on top of everything else. It's COVID. Yeah. And, yeah. and another thing too, Mel, that they deal with, you know, they're doing, you know, and I read one of those articles, I mean, but they're, I, I didn't think about it, but they're doing, you know, weddings and funerals, you know, during the week too, on top of all these other things right. that, you know, that are going on. So they got, you know, there's community, their family, there's a church family, you know, canceling. Um, so it's just so much, you know, on their plate. Uh, that's going on all at the same time that they're trying to manage and keep control of. But um, one thing right. someone said in one of these articles, I think it was the one by Erica, um, and she was talking about the couple, um, their last name was Warren, but they were talking about, you know, who is going to, um, who would pastor the pastor, you know? And so I just kind of took that as like, yeah, that's, that's pretty good because, you know, maybe some of these pastors need, you know, maybe people that they go to are mentors or other pastors or even, um, you know, you know, counselors or people that they talk to when you see that. Because, I mean, all that stuff to carry, you know, on your plate or by yourself, it's, it's hard. And it's not really, not everyone can do it. Now, I don't even know if pastors were meant to right. carry, you know, every single thing on their plate. Because um, I think um, really in the body of Christ, you have different ministries um, and people talk about the fivefold mm -hmm. ministries. Um, but you have, you know, ev everyone's a part of the body. Everybody has a part and something, uh, something like a uh, position or something to play, you know, in the body of Christ. So I right. really don't think the pastor is supposed to be taking on each and every single thing that they sometimes do, but it, sometimes it happens. 
um, cause there may not be right. you know, other people there to, to do it. And so these pastors get stressed, you know, bogged down. And then, you know, you know, these, as we read in some of those articles, you know, someone commit suicide end up ultimately taking just, their life because it's, it's just too over. Much. right. It's just too much. And so, you know, I just kind of think that maybe, you know, pastors need someone they can go to, you know, because, you know, who's right. going to pass them, who's going to talk to them, who's going to speak into them, you know, and it has to be a, like a mentor or a counselor, someone they can go to and just kind of let it, you know, let it all out. You know, um, this is it's a good question. It's a good topic, you know, and so it's it kind of gets you thinking from a pastor's point of view, because we don't always think about it that way. And I, my, my, my hope and prayer is, you know, people are so quick to be so critical of pastors. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Pat, it's not perfect. They're not perfect. There's some churches and pastors that are not perfect out here and they do, they need to be exposed, but there are some that mm-hmm. are doing the work for real. They are holding mm-hmm. the blood stained banner, trying to do everything the right way to make sure that, you know, cause they got, mm-hmm. they're going to be held accountable. Yeah for but, people's souls because they're pastors. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah you're right. But no, and, I, and, and just to and say, I no just, church is perfect. Right, exactly. Yeah. And my, But my thing is, I just, I, I to, to the pastors that are doing the work and doing it for real, mm-hmm. you know, just know that, you know, you, there's a handful of, there's folks out there that have your backs for real, and we don't want y'all to feel so bogged down to the point where y'all feel like everything is overtaking you mm-hmm. and I just sometimes I sit back especially working in the back end just wondering okay how does all this get done and all this is on the because if anything happens who the first person they gonna look at it, like it like like at our church if I fool around and 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 do something crazy at our church they ain't gonna look at they, they ain't gonna really look at me they gonna mm-hmm. Oh, he go to he go to so and so church. Crazy, but they gonna look at, yeah, right. And, 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 and that's a lot of pressure on on one person, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and I, uh, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the past. Yeah, they go say, well, you know that, that he has, uh, Bishop McBride. That he go to Bishop McBride's church. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that did it. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. That's good. That's that yeah, actually brings up there's a point I had wrote wrote down about one one of those articles that you sent that it says that sometimes the pastors only hear the negative mm-hmm. uh, stuff being said about them, you know, and different things maybe about the church. So sometimes they only hear that and in their perspective, this is what this is what other people think about me or think about my church or think about, you know, people who go to my church. Because that's what mm. they, they've heard. So even to even just to that point, maybe even the congregation, you know, can or if you're a part of a church can try to, you know, step up, you know, give the pastor appreciation, show them, say a word of encouragement. If something really helps you one day, let right. the pastor know so they don't go on thinking that, you know, I'm, I'm working, I'm doing all this for the you know people, for the body. And, it, you know, it's not no one's getting anything out of it. Um, you know, so maybe some type of encouragement or or just letting the pastor know, you know, can help as well. Cause that, you know, if they're only hearing the negative things that are being said, then they may think they're not, you know, helping. Yeah. We just, we, we're going to stop it right there because we got some more research that we've done and we're going to keep doing. And we got some pastors we're going to talk to about this. Our very own. We want to talk to him. 
-hmm. and get his input, you know, on this subject here. So we just want to just open the door and lay the foundation for what we want to get out of this because Mm -hmm. I hear church hurt all the time, but never in the eyes of the leader. What do they deal with? You know, who, who do they, like you said, who do they go to? And you think it's all glamorous and it, 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 it do, it look glamorous. It, it really does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks glamorous. Yeah. It looks like, um, it looks can uh, be deceiving. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You see A lot of money deceiving. coming in and then and it don't be like that. And well, what's they just trying to do right? everything. We, we see their glory, but we don't know the story. Right. Exactly. And so it's right. always Perfectly a story behind it. When you see them up on stage, you see them talking and, you know, on TV, or you see these, other, these things these pastors are doing, but when they That's tell right. you where they came from and, and how they were struggling or homeless or, you know, didn't have money, all this other stuff, you know, they, it's, yeah. it's not always just easy, you know, to get to that point. Like, do you, do you really want to walk in their shoes? Do right. you really? Do you? Right. Or, or you, uh, folks always go, I want a double portion of your anointing. I remember Bishop, somebody said that to Bishop Jake and Bishop said, you don't want this. He, he literally, yeah. he said that in a hot mic, he said, yeah. you don't want this. Yeah. You, you, he said, son, you don't want this. <laughs> he said, I love you. I'm still going to pray for you, but you don't want this. You know how Bishop Jake's talking. Mm-hmm. And I remember Daryl Hines was preaching about, he said, you'd be so quick to hear the scandals, what mm-hmm. what's going on in the church. Pastor stole the money, pastor sleeping with all these folks. But he said, if you fool around and build a school, if you weren't doing none of that and you build a school that's helping the community, or you doing all this, like another example, Bishop T.D. Jakes, all the things they've been doing to first responders in the city of Dallas. You don't hear nothing about that. Yeah. But lo and behold, let's say it's something that Bishop Jake was stealing money out of his church. It'd be first. First. first and he's not. First, let, let's, he's not doing that, but we just using it as an example. Mm-hmm. It'd be top top news. Top top news. Top news. Yeah. Yeah. But you ain't gonna get no 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 news out of helping the community, um, building a school or whatever, building a family life center that's actually doing something for the community, not just for the church community, but for the community. So yeah, yeah, we, 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 we pastors, BNB, we got your back. Hey, BNB family, thank you once again for tuning in to our show. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We hope you come back, visit us again. We're gonna be here same time same day every week okay please do not forget to also follow us on our social media platforms we're on twitter at bnb empower instagram at bnb empower 3 facebook at bnb tell it like it is and also on youtube at bnb empower all right so we're going to go ahead and send y'all off with this last song we hope y'all be blessed and we'll see y'all next week
And don't you think So wipe the tears from your eyes Here's the reason why
y'all, we want to thank y'all for coming uh, and listening and, and watching BNB once again. Uh, we had a great show. We got some more topics we're going to get to next week. So please come back and join us. Uh, we may touch back on the Church Hurt series. We may even touch back on some other things with politics that we talk about this week. So please come back, right. listen to us, uh, watch us, like. like, share, subscribe, all of that. Like, do it. Like, please. Back to tell about we on a, what you call it, on on a, on, on Spotify. And, on Spotify. Yeah, that, 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 that too. Is, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that too. That, that too. Yes, 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 yes. We are now on Spotify. We're also on iTunes. We just got um, accepted to get on iTunes. So Spotify, we're on uh, Z Radio, right? Um, we're Live. on YouTube, Z Radio Live. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. Instagram. Instagram. We're, we're on all of it. Twitter. So, twi Twitter. <laughs> we're on it. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. We, we are there. But um, yeah, please, guys, like, please go follow us. Um, please leave your comments in the section so we can respond back to you guys and, you know, get different topics and just, you know, answer your questions, whatever you guys may have. So, yeah, this is uh, BNB. We love you guys. We're going to pray this one out. We're going to get out of here and we'll see you guys next week. Father God, we just thank you for the show, Lord. We just pray that uh, what was said today, God, that it'd be a blessing, that it reached someone, uh, touches someone's life today. We just also pray. Uh, God, just for the people who may be dealing with COVID and just uh, any type of sickness or disease uh, in the world or in their body, God, we just pray that, uh, God, you heal them, you reach them, you can touch uh, anyone, God, um, you're from anywhere, God. We know that you're all-powerful, all-knowing, and God, there's nothing that you you can't do. Uh, so we just pray um, that, God, you just uh, be with everyone, God, that you, you just give us wisdom and how to walk and how to love each other like we should.